what's better in life than a bottle of wine, great food, and an amazing conversation? My name is Kate Sullivan, and I am the host of To Dine For. I'm a journalist, a foodie, a traveler with an appetite for the stories of people who are hungry for more. Dreamers, visionaries, artists, those who hustle hard in the direction they love. I travel with them to their favorite restaurant to hear how they did it. This show is a toast to them and their American dream. Thank you to the sponsors of To Dine For The Podcast, American National and Spiritless. To Dine For The Podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. For 115 years, American National has remained committed to helping people and communities make a real difference in their lives. American National supports great local community organizations led by the kind of people you hear about on To Dine For, people who are inspired to make a difference and inspire others in return. American National's philosophy is helping where it's needed helps us all. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write, and the states in which they're licensed, visit AmericanNational.com slash dine. Spiritless supports the conscientious cocktailer who wants to live fully but drink differently. Their signature Kentucky 74 is a distilled non-alcoholic spirit for your favorite bourbon cocktails. It's zero alcohol, zero guilt, and just 15 calories per serving. Whether you go completely spiritless or go halvesies with a foolproof bourbon to lower the ABV in your cocktail, you can get your bottle today at spiritless.com. Use promo code to dine for to get free shipping. You're listening to To Dine For, the podcast. I'm Kate Sullivan. Join me as we meet the world's most innovative and brilliant minds at their favorite restaurant. On today's episode is Lauren Chitwood, the co-founder of Spiritless, a non-alcoholic version of bourbon. I'm in Louisville, Kentucky on Bourbon Row with this female phenom who is taking the bourbon world by storm. We started with a with a big um, stock pot. I mean, it's probably as, as tall as half of me. Um, a water pump, a sous vide, PVC pipe, and like an external cooler. And, you know, in hindsight, we're really lucky we didn't blow up the house. You want to talk about an old boys club. The bourbon industry is the quintessential old boys club. And here comes Lauren and her two female co-founders who decided to just turn that barrel upside down. Kentucky 74 is the first product from Spiritless, designed to help you create an old-fashioned, the new-fashioned way. We're dining at her favorite spot in Louisville, Proof on Main in the 21C Hotel, to hear how it all began. You could have really taken me anywhere. You are such a foodie. You love restaurants, oh right? Goodness. Why did you choose Proof on Main? You know, it's so interesting. I I, I literally opened up the map because I'm so fortunate that my life has brought me to so many amazing places and just yummy, yummy locations. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I thought about telling my story and telling the story of Spiritless, you know, thinking about home mm-hmm. and thinking about a place where I've lived and grown in so many different ways, I couldn't help but just think about all the poignant pieces of 
you know, the development of my career and, yes. you know, the enjoyment of spirits and food. And it happened right here. Yes. So um, proof just was like an aha, but very obvious choice. You know, there's something really elegant, but fun and eccentric about this place. I mean, the art on the walls is nothing you've seen before. Thank you. It's really like new and exciting. And I know the food is elevated, but also very accessible and comfortable. Very accessible and comfortable. You know, I think I've had many a late night uh, bites here where I'm either eating like truffle french fries or octopus, right? <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I just, I, I couldn't have thought of a better place. And you know, I, I cannot walk in here and not smile. Today, we're starting with heirloom tomatoes, breadcrumbs, and a little bit of basil. And then octopus sizzling in a cast iron skillet. We do it in a bagna cotta, so a bath of uh, infused oils and herbs. Um, it comes out, it's an experience in itself. So it's, it's sizzling, it's hot, it's aromatic. You're getting, I mean, you can almost taste it before ever it's a table because mm. you'd smell it coming. Executive chef Jonathan Searle is proud of the American comfort food with a twist that you can find at Proof on Main. It's ingredient driven. Like the inspiration really is the farmer and what they're bringing in and dropping off mm. out back. As we record this podcast, restaurants are really hurting. And Chef Jonathan knows and feels that. He says it's important to remember why he got started. You spend a lot of time uh, with your head down, and a lot of times questioning because the work is grueling at times, and it's thankless at times. Uh, Maybe for me, I, I feel like it was probably over a decade before I finally got to that point where I had my own kitchen. What we're doing is harder than ever. Um... And I think that people probably, even though it's not the first thing on their mind right now, uh, I, I think an escape, maybe that's not the right way to put it, but just a relief maybe from... It's okay to what? say escape. I think we <laughs> escape all need an is, escape. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, escapism can be looked at as a negative thing, but I mean, we need something else other than the 24-hour media cycle, news cycle, mm-hmm. and everything is so tense and so binding and... Mm-hmm. Um, I think you want to be able to go sit down, have a nice drink, uh, enjoy a great meal, um, get to actually look at the face occasionally of the person you're, you're dining with, and just share some moments where you don't have to, if you don't want to, worry about everything so much. Well, I'm really excited to dig in and try the bison burger, which I know is one of your it's, favorites. It's been on the menu from the start, and so when we looked, I said, my gosh, I probably don't want to say out loud how many bison burgers I've had here. <laughs> and then if you dip it in the jam, uh-huh. if you dip your French fries in the jam yeah. in addition to, that's like the secret sauce. It would be my it would be my insider tip. But yeah, the bison burger is pretty amazing. And we're going to also be having a spiritless cocktail. Of course. And tell me what we're going to be drinking. As you should. So today we're going to have a new fashion, which is just spiritless to spin on basically an old fashion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, essentially when we developed this, we were really looking for those flavor profiles on you know if we were to make a non-alcoholic spirit what what drink would we want to satisfy that in? and for me it was always an old-fashioned I you know there's something that is so um, adult mm-hmm. about an old-fashioned mm-hmm. that I love mm-hmm. I love frankly kind of being one of the girls drinking an old-fashioned <laughs> because I feel like a little bit of a badass when I do it but now thankfully that we're having new fashions and we're drinking it spiritless I can maybe have two regular old fashions and then move on to my new fashion so I'm not laying on the floor um, by the time I'm trying to keep up with the guys so tell me you know I think you said it once, you know, why the heck would you create a non-alcoholic 
alcoholic bourbon. Where did you come up with yeah, that idea? You know, it's so interesting. So, you know, we were doing a lot of work for big spirits companies in a, in a, in a company I previously owned. And, you know, we were doing all kinds of things, frankly, connecting the trade and the consumer to, you know, these really amazing brands um, that, you know, you know and love and sit on bars all day long. And one of the things that kept happening as we were working on all these projects was there was there was always an urgent situation and it was right at the end right when we were getting ready to like push these projects over home and we'd have these brand managers calling us and be like hey you know we really need something non-alcoholic and it mm. it has to be better than a diet coke or a water or um a you know club soda and lime and it can't be fruit juice either and mm. there was this huge list of prerequisites that frankly the consumer was really showing where that demand was going and let me stop you there yeah you were you own your own event company previously right yes i'm an only ever been entrepreneur which you know is insane lauren's work as an event planner allowed her to see a need in the marketplace that need was a non-alcoholic drink option. She took that idea and ran with it. Along with her co-founders, Abby Ferguson and Lexi Larson, they developed Kentucky 74, a non-alcoholic bourbon. Over a new fashion cocktail and a medium-rare bison burger, I'm hearing the story firsthand of creating a new cocktail category. There is nothing I would trade about my journey, but there are certainly times that you go why are we breaking all these perfectly good windows? <laughs> you know, why Why are we putting ourselves through this? But, you know, the, the joy of the success and, you know, frankly, the, the pain in building is also so much part of the joy, you know? And it's looking back at the journey and seeing, seeing what we've built. And I will say, I'm a builder. You know, I just, I, I just want to build. And I think that's part of really where the event business, um, you know, I call it my previous life. And my previous life became, became such a, a flourishing thing for me because there was just so much joy in creating something, boxing it up, making it perfect, and then pushing it over home. But, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled to be doing this now, which is Can great. we do a toast? Oh, my gosh. Can we ever, please? Wow. First of all, these are just beautiful. They are pretty. So, so what's in this? So essentially an old fashioned is um, two ounces of, um, so this one is Kentucky 74 because it's a new fashioned. Mm -hmm. um, it is uh, some simple syrup. Some do it in a simple syrup. Some do it in kind of a muddled uh, sugar cube. Um, some dashes of bitters and a orange peel and an orange zest just for a little bit of zing. Some people have their um, new fashioned slash old fashioned with a cherry. I like the cherry because it's just like dessert yes. at the end. I'm like the girl scooping it out with my finger, being very uncouth. But um, yeah, so cheers. Cheers. Thanks for doing this. Thanks my for being pleasure. on Tadine for. Mm. Oh, wow. That's delicious. So, you know, one of the things that you'll notice is you get mm. some of that kind of smoke and to me like I feel like I'm having a cocktail absolutely you do and so one of the things that was really important for us when we developed this was that there was something that lingered in your mouth mm -hmm. because you know frankly a lot of things that might be playing in the non-alcoholic space they start with distilled water and you know what we kept hearing from the beverage community you know in our past life was that once you put it in the glass you kind of lost it right and so we really you know tried to innovate and make this so you still had that smoke and that linger and those things that that said "Ooh, this tastes like a this tastes like a spirit to me this is delicious Thanks. it's refreshing but it absolutely tastes like a cocktail i agree mm. 
right? It's really, really good. And you can have like six of them. You know, it's funny. You can have six of <laughs> you them. You can have six of with them. With no guilt. <laughs> with no guilt and way less calories, which, you know, woman to woman, you know how that goes. Every once in a while you're counting. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's funny. I grew up, uh, my dad was a Manhattan drinker. And um, I would always, ha- speaking of the cherries, to, yeah. to follow your story, I would always scoop out the cherries mm-hmm. at the very end. He'd be done with it, and I would have the cherry, and you could yeah. still taste the, you know, the brown liquor yeah. from in that cherry. And so it just reminds me. I know it sounds terrible because I was like nine years old, but yeah. it, of that kind of of home. You yeah, know? it really is of home. No, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, cherries are cherries are special. So what, give us the explain to me the process yeah. of doing. It's, it's it's sort of a, a reverse distillation process, right? It is. Yeah, we did it the crazy way. Um, <laughs> to be to be frank, and you know when we when we set out to really solve this problem, like I mentioned, we really wanted to do this in a way that felt authentic, from a from a flavor perspective, but also to a certain extent from a distilling perspective we you know we are proud where we come from and you know we love walking down this is bourbon row this is bourbon <laughs> row right like you're looking at big copper pots everywhere so when we when we started the project we really knew that we wanted to, distilling to be part part of our story but but even more so we wanted to make a product that that had the quality and the integrity to really stand up in the glass and so you know we started, I call it Walter White style, <laughs> if you've ever watched Breaking Bad, but um, we started with a with a big um, stock pot. I mean, it's probably as, as tall as half of me, um, a water pump, a sous vide, PVC pipe, and like an external cooler. And, you know, in hindsight, we're really lucky we didn't blow up the house. <laughs> We've had we had many distillers tell us when we were you know kind of creeping around the back of these distilleries trying to talk to these good old boys about how they do what they do and what we're trying to do and they just looked at us like you ladies need like <laughs> you're a liability I don't you all need to be careful and so um, so what we essentially were trying to do and our hypothesis was that you know if we were to really strip off the ethanol off of um, four-year-old bourbon, where would that get us? Mm. And to be frank, it was disgusting. It didn't get us anywhere Mm. that we liked, but we had to kind of start the process that way. And then certainly all the while we're testing to see where that alcohol content went, right? Mm. So over what time, at what duration, at what temp, do we get something that is it palatable, is it not? And, you know, frankly, there was a lot of failures, but that was that's all part of the process, yeah. right? Especially when you're doing something that's never been done before. Sure. you got to screw it up a good amount of times <laughs> before you get it right. What we figured out is that step one, it's really important that we make something that is strong enough and intense enough that it can basically withstand the second step of our process, which is reverse distillation, which we, that's when we take all the ethanol and the esters and the bad stuff out of there. So we start from high quality grain neutral spirit and in that, oh yum. Oh wow, what is this at the table? This is, this is octopus. Oh, a charred octopus. Yes. Doesn't this look incredible? Yes, it's amazing. Oh wow. Um, and you can still hear it like talking Sizzling. to you in the pan. Yeah, it's talking to us in the pan. Wow, um, Ooh, it's hot. So. Crusty so, bread and a yeah. little bit of lime. And I would encourage a good hearty squeeze of that lime because it just makes it extra bright and fun. Will do. Wow, that looks great. Um, so we start from a high quality grain neutral spirit, which when we started this project, mm-hmm. um, grain neutral spirit was readily available in the marketplace. Um, you know, we could get a gallon of it. We could get a tanker of it. It didn't matter. Well, then the hand sanitizer market blew up. Oh. <laughs> 
And so I remember calling to place our first order, and they said, okay, well, Mrs. Chitwood, would you like that in a train car or a tanker? And I was like, oh, <laughs> let me call you back. I don't know. So, you know, that's been an interesting piece of the journey. But essentially, you know, could we make something that was really intensely flavored that reminded you of bourbon, but could we do it in a few hours? Oh, interesting. Not a few years. So it wouldn't age. It was something it wouldn't that age. would be reminiscent of an age in a barrel. Correct. But And have those notes and that smokiness, but wouldn't would take much less far less time. Yeah, so in about two and a half hours through an intense modulation of heat and pressure and temperature, you know, I liken it to sort of making a lab-made diamond, right? Mm. You you essentially get off the still something that's at a very high proof and a very, very intensely flavored spirit. Amazing. Not technically a bourbon. Right. You, we'll get kicked out of here <laughs> on Bourbon Row calling this a bourbon because it's not. Our mash bill is not what it should be. All these things. But I would call it like a quadruple oaked. You know, you might see double oaked on the shelf somewhere, but it's so intense. We'll hear more of Lauren's story in just a minute. But first, thank you to our sponsors. To Dine For the podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. There's a funny thing about most insurance commercials, whether they feature lizards or birds or funny cartoon characters. It seems like they want you to think about anything but insurance. American National, on the other hand, has real local agents who get to know you so they can help you reach better decisions about your insurance to make sure you're protecting what matters most to you. American National agents are part of your community. They're your neighbors. So whether it's solutions for your home, your small business, your farm or your life, You can count on your local American national agent to make sure you get the discounts you deserve and the protection you need without paying for extras you don't. With American National, you get an ally, not just a web page. For a description of the American national companies, the products they write in the states in which they're licensed, visit AmericanNational.com slash dine. If you're like me, there are times when you want to feel like you're having a fancy cocktail, but you don't actually want the alcohol. So I love Kentucky 74 from Spiritless. It's a distilled, non-alcoholic spirit for your favorite bourbon cocktails, but with just 15 calories per serving and none of the guilt. You can pre-order your bottle today at spiritless.com. Use the promo code to dine for to get free shipping. Now back to our conversation. That's the base for Kentucky 74. Kentucky 74. And it's called Kentucky 74 because... So, you know, interesting enough, we we were in line to be the 74th distillery in the state when we had to get all of our kind of legislative ducks in a row. You know, you really shouldn't be distilling alcohol in your basement. There's some legal <laughs> things to put you around shouldn't. that. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> Do not try this at home. Um, so, so we would have been the 74th distillery in the state. It's so. a great name. Kentucky 74 is the first product from Spiritless. They have just launched and have already sold bottles in all 50 states. Creating anything from scratch takes guts and grit. That and handling the old boys club of Kentucky bourbon. What was that like? We call them our grumpy old men in the office. Um, they're, the, they're the guys sitting in their leather chairs, you know, drinking their Willet in the evenings, which is a fantastic product, you know, right. neat and, yes. you know, really kind of being, being purist about it. Yes. They go, well, God, if 2020 could have gotten any worse, <laughs> now comes, she's done here this. Comes the women with the, the spirit r- list. Right. Yes. Like the non-alcoholic like, This really is the apocalypse. Um, you know, and then, and then frankly, what we do is we, we tell them this story, right? Which is to say... Um, 
you know, how, how many times in your evening have you sat down and um, we were out to dinner, just like where we are right here? I can't tell you how many nights at Proof I've had my final final. Right. Do you know what the final yes. final is? Where yes. you're like, everybody makes eye contact and should we do one more? Because we want it. Right. And we shouldn't. Right. And, you know, the ability to have a final final spiritless mm. or the ability to say, I'm going to go half and half. Yes. Which I think is really where we get most of those grumpy old men on board. Yes. When I tell them about going halfsies, mm. they go... Oh, okay. I would totally go have these. I'm like, I know you would. So hush. Like, just try it. Yeah. So we're we're converting them. But it sounds like you have had to do sort of or could teach a master class in persuasion because <laughs> you you have had to really step lightly and gingerly into a world that you have not, you're not really that comfortable with, that, yeah. but maybe you're getting more comfortable with as we speak. Yeah. You know, I... Um, I have been persuading the grumpy old man my entire life mm. one way or another, mm. to be honest, mm. you know, and so, um, you know, I, I, I try to toe the line to be as, you know, to be as open and kind of charming, but at the same time, like stealthily aggressive as possible. And I mm. think that's such a, I mean, we could have a whole other conversation about just being a female, yes. right? And how that feels in a, in a transaction. But what was it that's, that about this idea that that you knew was worth going after you know I think one of the beautiful things is you know from for my team we felt really sure that we were solving our own problem you know we every pain point that we are we are fixing here for the consumer was truly our pain point mm. and so you know as we've had you things, believed in it you oh my believed God, I in believed. the mission yeah and I and I just I knew and I know I want this product mm-hmm. I want it on Tuesday Thursday and Sunday nights, you know, like that's, I know that for sure. Those are the days I work out early and they're the days that, you know, I have my kids or whatever. So sometimes it's not necessarily about solving a huge problem, but a small problem that's persistent in your own life. Absolutely. Mm. And so I think that there is just, you know, there is a tenacity that comes from like, you know, I, I am not extraordinary in my needs, right? Like I'm just, I'm just a mom mm-hmm. doing the best she can with what I've got <laughs> to work with, just like the rest of us are. And so if I need this, then I'm, it, we've just been so dogged and so sure that this is still the problem to, the problem to solve. And we're not, we're not giving up on it, you know, and, it, and it's all walks of life, which is also just, I think the most rewarding thing and the thing that says, okay, there is really something here. We have to keep going, whether it be a mom in Alaska, she said, I'm pregnant with my third. It's COVID. I'm from Kentucky. Oh my goodness. This makes me so happy. I miss my old Kentucky home. Aww. There's her, you know, then there's, um, you know, there's the 70 year old boomer mm-hmm. that says, my wife is making me slow down. I'm a pre-diabetic <laughs> and I gotta, I gotta chill. Like, this is really cool. Good job, girls. Yes. You know? And so we're getting that feedback all the time. And so it's just been a great reminder that like, stay the course. You know, how I can't imagine mm. what it's like to start really to create a business during COVID because you had these plans pre-COVID, but right when you were about to launch, COVID hit in March. What has that been like for you? Oh, my God. I don't know if there's like enough Tums or Xanax to like appropriately tell you the harrowing tale. Um, you know, there are ways, and, and this is probably the the delusional optimist founder in me, right? Like I can look and see that there has been opportunities that have presented are presented themselves to us in COVID. Um, and, you know, frankly, in the pace that the world has changed, 
you know, doing business via Zoom. You know, we're in the middle of a fundraising round right now, um, which is going really well. And we're doing it all via video. All of it. So all of, all it. of your fundraising is via Zoom. Via Zoom. Wow. Yeah. So how, they can't taste it, obviously. Yep. So we do a first call. Okay. And, um, you know, if it feels good, right? right? Send I, I send them. They have, a, they have a beautiful sampling experience that arrives at their door and they get, a, they get literally a new fashion in a box. Um, but, you know, when this first started, you know, seasoned entrepreneurs were telling me, like, good luck, Lauren. Y'all better hunker down and pray for the best because you're not going to raise a dime not being able to get on an airplane. Because the ways of the world was that you had to go and, like, you know, stand up in the room and do the song and the dance and right. do the presentation. And, you know, I, I think it is, it, it, in a benefit to our company, I can only imagine what we would have spent financially having to make that investment in both time and, and treasure to, to be where we are. And so, you know, to me, I feel that although there, there certainly are obstacles, I think that people that maybe would have been making investments, you know, some are not right now, but at the same time, I'm doing, you know, I can do three or four calls in a day all over the country. It would have taken me nine days. Right. The money you're saving on travel. I mean, there are savings. There are advantages to this new way of life. What's it been like with three co-founders? And has it, I would think in a way to have three women tackling this would give you an an increased amount of support that you are all in this together. I, I will tell you, I, my hat is off to any solo founder. I cannot freaking imagine to be, I, I don't know. I just, I can't even wrap my head around it. Um, and what's really fortunate for us is as a team, we've been together for a long time. So Abby, um, Abby, our president, was my business partner in, in my previous entity. And then Lexi, um, our third co-founder, ran that business. Mm-hmm. Lexi was totally the boss of that business. So what's great is... You know each other. We know each other. Yeah. Like, they know my detail orientation only goes this far, and then I'm over it. You know, like, I, I want to be the big picture. I want to the, move the needle and take big swings at things. And, you know, where, you know, Le- Lexi is, you know... She grew up talking Six Sigma around the dinner table as a child. Like, all she wants to do is, like, you know, do lean manufacturing and, like, ring the towel, which I'm just going, like, thank God you're on that. You really compliment each other. <laughs> we really compliment yes, that. And very Abby, different. Abby has this amazing Rolodex, but also just kind of, you know, she was she was born and bred in hospitality. Her family owned a restaurant mm-hmm. in upstate New York. She mm-hmm. was on the founding team of um, of New York City Food and Wine, then Atlanta mm-hmm. Food and Wine. But she's a worker and a doer. You know what I mean? So she just wants to, like, make it all work and, like, put her head down and get shit done. Yeah. So we just have this really beautiful balance of skills. And I, that, I cannot that imagine doesn't doing always it happen. with anybody else. No. I mean, you've really lucked out, and you obviously not necessarily, I don't always believe in luck. I believe sometimes, you know, it's about assembling the people who really compliment yeah. you, and you and don't have your skill set. And it sounds like that's what you, what the, you and your other two co-founders have. Thank you. I, I, I honestly couldn't agree more. I mean, you know, startups you know they live or die for a lot of reasons but but team is a huge piece of that especially this early and and I cannot think of three people in this whole world that are better suited to do this right now than us I mean that with my whole heart I love that yeah I love that um in an ideal world where would this where would this go what would be next and and how would this end or continue so you know, the cruise ship director in me is going to come out and these big grand ideas here. <laughs> Please, yes. let's hear the so, grand so ideas. Whether you are sitting in the Four Seasons on, in Hong Kong mm-hmm. or you're in Little Old Louisville, mm. and, and not Little Old Louisville, but you know what I mean. Yes. I want you to be able to sit down and sit at this beautiful bar and open up a cocktail menu 
and and choose whatever that bartender is crafting for you that evening and for you just to be able to say just like you'd select a bourbon off the shelf Mm -hmm. you know like I want a four roses old-fashioned or whatever I want you to be able to say I love that Paloma and could I could I do it spiritless I want to be able to provide the the category defining product line and really frankly the gold standard from from taste and so not just bourbon we're talking uh, tequila we're talking vodka we're talking other spirits gin that is a big bold vision (laughs) and they say that actually when you have a big dream a big goal it's easier to achieve because it's so attractive it pulls you towards it yeah you you know I believe it a hundred percent um you know I I'm a manifester you know by trade I've been like scheming up and putting into the universe big crazy things for Mm -hmm. for my entire life and it's amazing how how they always are delivered to me um but Mm -hmm. but yeah I I think that we're gonna do it one way or another I mean the journey will be fascinating and not anything like we said it was going to be you know I mean and that's just the nature of how these things go but well we'll get there cheers to you Lauren and to your American dream because it's very exciting and spiritless is really delicious thank you so much thanks for listening to to dine for the podcast for more information on the show the guests and the podcast head to to dinefortv.com you can find us on Instagram at to dinefortv and Facebook at to dine for with Kate Sullivan Thanks to the sponsors of To Dine For The Podcast, American National, and Spiritless. Special thank you to producer and sound editor John Golner. To the loyal followers of this program, cheers, stay hungry, and stay inspired. I'll see you back at the table soon. You know, there's something about tomato season that makes me so happy. It's so joyful. It is so joyful. It is. It's just like the, it just that you get that tail in the summer. Yes. That just everybody everybody's bodies are brown. Yes. And, um, it's just like it feels like a hug. It does. A bit. It does. And it, all I want to do is eat BLTs like it, three times a day. I know. In in the midst of you know so much going on in this city and in this country to be to have something consistent and that be a delicious taste of a of a ripe tomato. So um, mm. one of the most one of my joyful moments in COVID was. Um, on the way to where I, where I exercise, there's, you know, it's a residential area. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that has, you know, a, uh, an honor system tomato garden mm-hmm. and he just has this stand out front and you, you just put your dollars in and take what you want. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And I, I want to live where you live. I wanna, that's incredible. Yeah, that's why I'm never leaving. <laughs> you know, I, I like coming and going, but I'm never le- really leaving. Um, and it's just there was, you know, in, in all of this where everything's different, right? Like, yeah. I, I drove by the other day and I stopped and I was like, oh, I just needed this. I just needed like this delightful, just a familiarity. Moment, and a moment of kindness that he would do that and that you would yes. take advantage of it and enjoy it and be grateful for it. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, cheers to tomato season. Cheers to tomato yeah. season. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.